This is exactly right. Welcome to my favorite murder, your favorite cat podcast since 2016. Aside from the podcast. As- oh, whoops. Whoa, dude. I've never seen Steven so angry. Steven just quit. Steven Walking just <laughs> ripped his mustache off and threw it on the ground. Sorry, Steven. Please come back. Please come back. Please come back. Please uh, get back and put that back on. It's really creepy <laughs> to see you without it. We don't just, we can't have floating mustaches around here. It's bad for the cats. <laughs> so anyway, this is the mini-sode where we are in Europe. So we're pre-recording this. It's all the time. It's hour four of recording. Yeah, we've done a lot of <clears throat> making sure everybody's asses are covered while we are in Paris, France. We are not going to Paris. <laughs> For the third showing Europe in the European capital of Paris, France. Oh. I'm just gonna laugh this for this thing. You do you do the work. <laughs> Sounds great. Great. Um This is okay. a mini sode. Read this, me a story. Okay, good, because th- we're gonna start with an update. Fuck yes. Okay. And the update it says update on the serial masturbator or and then S in parentheses after the end of <gasps> Masturbator in Riverside. Oh Hello, my God. MFM family. Let me just note every, almost every single female graduate student in my department went insane when you read <laughs> the last email about the serial masturbator on campus. <laughs> uh, almost all of us are diehard MFM fans and wait to listen to MFM when we work in our respective labs so that we don't go crazy. Well, hi everybody hi stay in school hi <laughs> like we are cool. going to <laughs> stop doing so many drugs and stay in school um also double freak out because now you're one of the rare people that gets two emails but it is an update so okay. don't other oh, other hometown people don't be so bitter <laughs> we need to know this information ready go i just wanted to give a quick update on the insanity of public masturbation that is happening at uc riverside we just received we just received a note that a second, yes, a second person has been arrested for public masturbation on campus. What? One man, a 21-year-old from Coachella, uh-huh, uh-huh. who's from Coachella, yeah. was arrested last month. And a second man, a 27-year-old from Riverside, was arrested last week. Holy shit, cops. Way to go in Riverside. Yeah, they're, they're on they're it. They're on it like crazy. I am not sure what the hell is happening. But the strew, the string of lewd activity has, yes. I don't know why that's such a funny phrase, lewd activity, mm-hmm. has seemed to pull weirdos from out of our poorly lit dorm rooms <laughs> and are striking with a vengeance on campus. Hey, I've been on this campus for many years, so I've dealt with the insane range of notices from UCPD, like the dangers of playing Pokemon Go, <laughs> where the email <laughs> reads that Charizard, Charizard? Charizard. Say it, Steven. I mean, Charizard. Say it, millennial. Say it. <laughs> Explain it, Harry Potter. <laughs> that Charizard is certainly rare and is an amazing find, but you will mean nothing if you are hit by a vehicle <laughs> because you stepped on the roadway in your attempt to catch it. Wow. Don't understand any of that. We are much, much older than college students. Mm-hmm. And when a psychology student was kidnapped mm-hmm. during finals, 
uh, week a few years ago and she convinced the perpetrator to bring her back <gasps> safely to campus. Side note, imagine that conversation with your professor about postponing your exam. <laughs> well, I want I want her to write in now, please. Yes. College campuses are definitely shit shows for safety, but I'm glad we get the information we need to stay sexy and not get murdered. Thanks so much for the countless hours you've helped me and so many others and a special thanks from the women in environmental <gasps> toxicology and environmental sciences. Cool. Claudia. Wow, UC Riverside, you guys. I love when we find out that smart people listen to the podcast. It's it's amazing. It's an honor to be listened to it's by a, smart people. It's a mystery <laughs> as to what you people think you're doing. Focus on your science. They need to give their brains a break. And so they listen to this podcast. What is it about Riverside, do you think, that's so goddamn attractive that guys are just jerking at left right and center in public <laughs> well maybe we need to go to riverside and find out ourselves is it is it the weather steven think- you're from the in- inland empire what's going on in riverside i think it's a lot of meth yeah oh um, yeah that's a bummer yeah <laughs> so when you do meth you need to masturbate publicly sure. all the time well, your inhibitions are down true your meth is up <laughs> <laughs> Your meth intake is up. You get those meth levels nice and high. Yeah, real excited. And you're like, I want to share this with everyone. Yeah. I'm so happy. Okay. Well, yeah. I'd, okay. All right. Settled. Here's, um, this is how Cousin Doris ruined her life by finding treasure. <gasps> treasure? Yeah. Hi, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and Pets. I'll be honest, after listening to you guys for close to two years, I'm both thrilled, I'm both thrilled to finally have a story for a mini-sode category and pretty terrified of screwing this up. Uh oh. All right, Kathleen, don't screw this up. You better fucking nail this, Kathleen. <laughs> cousin Doris was actually my dad's cousin, so she's probably my second cousin or something like that. Yes. In the 1950s, she lived on a farm with her husband out in the sticks of Pennsylvania. Late one night, a friend of theirs stops in and asks him to hang on to a box for him. Yes, no problem. Won't look inside at all. Absolutely. We'd love to have that box. Give it here. Give it over. He'll be back to get it in a little while. Doris and her husband put the box on a top shelf in the closet and forget about it. Without even looking at it. Yep. Better person than I am. Oh, I bet it's his hat or... <laughs> his hat box. It's old check stubs. <laughs> About two years later, Doris is wrestling around in that closet and knocks the box over. Mm-mm. It falls to the ground and bursts open to reveal... Cash. Cash. Uh-huh. More cash than Doris has ever seen in her life. She and her husband go on a shopping spree. She buys furs and he buys a beautiful Packard convertible. Wait, wait. How many years later? Sorry. Two years later. So it's like 1950, whatever. Yeah, but where's the guy? Ge- they're just spending the guy's money? Shh, shh, shh. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one problem. I think that they were just like, fuck it. Yeah, cash. It's been two years. Nobody can prove that we did or didn't have this cash. It's, right. That's the problem with cash. Uh, there's only one problem. They live in a tiny rural town. Everyone knows their business and everyone super duper knows that they have no legitimate reason to have that much money. <laughs> the authorities get involved and actually and eventually piece together that the friend who disappeared had robbed a bank, hidden the money at Doris's house, then accidentally fucked off and died. <gasps> so... Uh, it's horrible. Let's go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so if they had played it right. Yeah. You never buy a fur. Don't, or a convertible. Uh, first of all, you don't need a fucking fur unless you live in the mountains. Yeah. I, yeah. Just if move you, out of Pennsylvania. Just, you could go, you could move somewhere. 
Or you could just buy small, nice things. Right. Every time you go to the drugstore, a new pair of hose. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Go to Sephora and do like a $250 sweep. No one it no, exactly. is the wiser. The, the, the point is to be uh, responsible with the money you've stolen. <laughs> yes. Please be <laughs> pra- a practical uh, thief, thief right. and criminal. Yeah. Like... Of course not. Okay. Just use your head. Ba 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 ba. Uh, Doris and her husband are convicted of aiding and abetting, receiving stolen goods, etc. She does 18 months either in prison or jail. I'm not sure which. <laughs> Except here's the sad twist. Oh. Doris was in her mid 20s at the time that this happened. While she was locked up, she started hearing voices and being bothered by people no one else could see. Oh. Nowadays, we understand that 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 the onset of schizophrenia is pretty common commonly common in a woman's 20s mm-hmm. but as far as my family was concerned prison drove her nuts well yeah we called her crazy cousin doris until we understood that that was not a cute nickname no which probably took way longer than it should have she got divorced pretty soon after getting out of prison and moved to california and spent the rest of her life reading magazines about aliens hell yes at least she was happy about the little gray men not creeped out by them stay sexy don't get murdered and be careful of free cash kathleen Am I crazy cousin Doris? Because that sounds like a dream life. <laughs> Reading magazines? In fur coats. <laughs> and But also sitting in a convertible. Right. You know how much you love your fur coats, Karen. Uh, you know that I have a fox fur coat. Do you really? My aunt oh, and little fox. I had to. I know. There's actually a stole that goes with it that has the fox head no, on no, it. No, 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 no. With little, It's like a little piece of... Uh, I was going to say topiary um, taxidermy. Oh, God. That's horrifying. It's because my two great aunts, also um, great aunts, but they were two old maids. Were they? Sisters. Wait, is this the show Ab Fab? <laughs> it's, it's reverse Ab Fab. <laughs> they were like very repressed Irish Catholic. Never, neither of them ever got married. My aunt Anne never went on a date. Virgins. And... They like had, the, they used to work for the phone company, the phone company. Right. That's how they, that they had that accent. Phone they were company. From San Francisco. Uh-huh. We worked down at the phone company and so they, they'd go see a picture on Saturday. Exactly right. Oh, that was a good picture. Uh, <laughs> and I guess they saved up their money and my aunt Anne bought herself a, f- a full on fox like the fur. First nice thing she ever bought and the only nice thing she ever bought herself. Yeah. So and so now it's in it. my closet. I've put it on once. It doesn't suit me. <laughs> and it, it suits a fox. It's strips of fox. Oh. It's awful. <laughs> it doesn't even, it's not even like kind of cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it's, it's upsetting and, and odd. And also it's that thing of like, there's people that get into stuff like that. That status shit. Yeah. Where it's just like, well, cut to 50 years later when it's like a little bit moth eaten and out yeah. of style. Yeah. And you'll feel very stupid for having spent like, five grand on a coat totally it makes no sense it doesn't oh, is it my turn it's your turn okay the subject line of this uh uh hometown is my uncle was in a tiger sanctuary cult what yes 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 and Give yes it to me hi karen georgia steven and various pets i was hanging out with a bunch of friends recently and we wanted to watch one of those scientology recruitment videos for laughs <laughs> well done but one of my friends freaked out and refused to let us oh, watch it. yeah that's the coolest friend you've ever had <laughs> oh i bet that friend's a fucking i don't watch a video one at my house uh jim can <clears throat> you calm down jim's like dude dude it, no it's not it's cool. not funny man 
the lukewarm response I got to, come on, it's not that big of a deal. Everyone's got an uncle who used to be in a cult, <gasps> made me start to think that this is not a universal experience <laughs> and that you guys might enjoy my family story. I love it. My mom's brother was working in construction when he was brought in to work on some of the enclosures in the Oregon Tiger Sanctuary. The sanctuary is operated by the foundation. This is all like title caps. The Foundation for Meditative Studies, which is a group devoted to the teachings of Mafu, an ancient spiritual master channeled by uh. the group's leader. Channeled by uh. the group's leader. Oh, he channels this ancient person? Right. Oh, sorry. His... The group's leader, Penny Torres. So I guess it's a woman who goes by the name Swami Parmananda. Sarah Swati. Well, I'm going to join. That sounds legit. That <laughs> Hear sounds me great out. to me. We're only halfway through. Okay. According to Mafu, they're all about love and awakening and joy and whatever. Sure. But according to, it literally says and whatever, but according <laughs> to my mom and a couple of forum posts from 2006, they ain't all that great. Apparently, after my uncle was done working on the tiger enclosures, he was told that he connected with those tigers so well <gasps> that he should stay on and help them and uh, stay on with them to help out. Uh-uh. I've seen a bunch of accusations online about the classic nasty cult stuff that they have had going on. Um, that it's one big orgy. The leader is a super violent, is super violent to members and that they take all your money and stuff. But what I do know for sure is that they convinced my uncle that he was being manipulated by his whole family oh, no. and that he was finally free of their control once he joined up with Mafu. He apparently left some really awful voicemails while he was there accusing everyone of manipulating him mm. financially and emotionally and just accusing everyone of some really awful stuff I don't know how he got out but he did and now he's in a band with his wife <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> he's in a band with his wife and he grows pot in Montana <laughs> so it sounds like he's doing great <laughs> <That sounds Thanks. laughs> so correct thanks for reading SSDGM Aaron <laughs> wow that everyone was needs an uncle like that an amazing journey it was tiger cults i love the idea of it's, it's kind of it, it's like um you finally find this belief right something clicks in your life yeah and you're like that's it tigers yeah i belong with tigers. that's right they're right they're i belong right tiger orgies this is me yeah this is who i finally can be right I've been waiting for a thing my whole life. Yes. And I'm super pissed. Yeah. Now I'm going to start leaving angry voicemails so that people know that this is like, I'm going to burn every bridge in town. Yeah. I love that day. (laughs) Like, just like, let's the short film that we're going to make is like that is tight. He joins the tiger cult. He puts his, his membership card next to the phone, picks that thing up and just starts dialing, just starts, just starts accusing everyone in his family of molesting him. Just Just he pulls out the family phone tree. (laughs) You molested me and you were rude to me at Christmas. Right. All right. This is called, all right, here's another family story. This is called family mystery light with a rabies twist. Yes. Okay. Hello to everyone. Wonderful. Hello, everyone. I finally have a story to write in now that you've opened up, you've opened it up to rabies related stories. (laughs) Amen. Yes. I grew up in Toronto as the youngest of four siblings. When I was about eight, we moved into a new house with an antenna pole in the backyard. I don't know what that means. Any child could easily climb to get to our roof. Okay. My, 
Is I that, think it was those, they used to have those things that you could hang your laundry on to dry. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it looked like it should be a toy, but oh. it was just a kind of a thin aluminum. And it had like things coming, sticks coming out of them that you yeah. could use as like ladder prongs. Exactly. <gasps> and you hung see. a ton of clothes on them. Okay. As opposed to like a cord that went across the yard. I like it. Okay. My mom forbade us all from going up there, but naturally my two older brothers were always playing around on the roof, throwing loose shingles at each other. <laughs> You find weird ways to entertain yourself when your single mom can't afford to send you to camp. That's right. Amen. Okay. One evening when my mom was at work, my brothers wanted me and my sister to to play outside with them and sent me in to recruit my sister. I returned to tell my brother she wasn't going to play. But when I walked outside, the younger of my brothers, who was 10 years old, is standing in the dark beside the house. Then all I see is him recoiling and shouting in pain. My old, my other brother, 14, is nowhere to be seen. The injured brother and I go inside, and I see he has a gash on his forehead from being hit with something. Mm. When I go back outside, I see my 14-year-old brother come out of the backyard, and he sternly tells me not to tell mom about any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking older brothers. It was a, t- it was a roof shingle? Well... Oh. When my mom comes home from work and sees the gas, she flips out and makes my injured brother tell her what happened. And he says the older brother threw a shingle off the roof and hit him in the head with it. My mom goes to get mad at the older brother, who immediately denies it and says that he saw a bat, the animal, not the sporting good. Huh. My mom assures, assumes he's lying and makes her tell, and makes me tell her what I saw. I said what I knew, that he was hit with something. The boys had been on the roof earlier. I didn't know where the older brother was during the incident incident my mom wants my brother to confess so she threatens to take the younger brother to get rabies shots if it really was a bat that hit him my older brother refused to admit it and we couldn't find the shingle on the ground as evidence so my mom had to follow through with getting the younger one vaccinated (laughs) luckily just a few months earlier the rabies vaccine changed from a giant needle in your abdomen to a standard shot to this day my older brother still denies throwing a shingle and I think it will always remain my own little mundane family mystery with a rabies twist SSCGM cadence. That's hilarious. <laughs> Fucking siblings. The brother would have broken by now, wouldn't yeah. he? No, I don't think so. You think he would have stuck to it? Yeah. But there's no stakes anymore, right? If he's like an adult, hopefully. Yeah, but some people are weird. Oh, like, you're right. So he probably enjoys that it's this thing. <laughs> he made his brother get this series of rabies shots because he couldn't That's admit so that he was a shitty. bad person. What if the brother had like died from the rabies shots and then he had to live his whole life with like, then he'd, then he'd really have to double down and be like, yep, nope, never threw that tile. Careful in this area. Bats are really, <laughs> real fucked up in this area. You know, we had a bad issue in our fam. We don't like to talk about it, but it was pretty <laughs> serious. Anyway, he killed my brother. Anyway, anyway, this on. Super Bowl is nuts. <laughs> If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. 
Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Goodbye. Did I go first? Uh, yeah, we've both done two. Well, can we do three? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the subject line for this next email is all caps. I got rabies at the Taj Mahal. What? Oh, I guess go. it's not that big of a deal because Stephen picked all of these. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, what a coincidence. No. Oh, oh you thought it was coincidence. No. It's not. He's always planning and scheming with that mustache Steven, over in the corner. Stephen, rip it off your face Look now. Okay. Uh, dear beautiful creatures, human and animal. Oh. Well, hello. Hello. When I was 11 years Is old, I Paul went... Holes? What? Is this from Paul Holes? No. Could you imagine? Oh my God. That. Could you imagine? He's like... <laughs> Uh, girls, listen, I just really quickly want to tell you about this raccoon. Yeah, stop saying my name. 
girls, <laughs> please get rid of that hashtag. I'm a happily married man. Uh, I have a family. And I like to put my hands on my hips all the time. When I was 11 years old, I went to India with my mom. And on our last day, thank fuck, we went to the beautiful Taj Mahal. We were touring Baby Taj, Tomb of uh, Litimad Ad-Daula. Mm, I did my best. We saw a swarm of adorable chipmunk-like animals. Oh, oh no. no. I, oh. Will, I will touch anything with fur. Parentheses, even now. I have yet to learn my lesson. <laughs> so our guide said that they were very friendly and to try to pet them. Oh, no. <laughs> Trying to live out my Snow White fantasies, I approached the oddball <laughs> of the group. Oh, no. <laughs> This is just, I don't want to hear any more of this. The real twitchy one over on the yeah. side that moves slow. <laughs> Who just like can't keep up with the rest of the pack. <laughs> and so it's making noises that that animal doesn't it's make. It's chewing its own fucking arm off. <laughs> uh, it's smoking. Um, I approached the oddball of the group, which turned out to be a huge mistake as it promptly jumped up, bit me <gasps> under the nail of my middle finger and refused to let oh, go. Oh, no. What? Despite my play? No, it's my sister used to have hermit crabs when we were like she was eight and I was six. Yeah. And one time I picked one up and it just really slow because they're just yeah. little tiny crabs went like this and like grabbed my thumbnail and oh. I went ah, like that and like <laughs> threw this poor hermit crab across the room. <laughs> Cracked its shell. It was oh. very sad, but it scared the shit out of me. Oh, so the idea that like a squirrel thing yeah, yeah. having its teeth and not letting go. Oh, okay. The guide eventually got him off my hand and went back to our hotel. And we went back to our hotel, hotel to see a doctor. The doctor who saw me told me very bluntly that I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't have a vaccine, and only one person has ever survived after not being injected within 24 hours post-infection. Um, and she ended up in a coma. So, like, great. The flight home was 17 hours. My mom refused to take the next flight out because we already had dinner plans. Oh, my mom. Talk about mommy issues. Am I right? <laughs> we had to pre-order the vaccine back home as I live in New York City and no one gets rabies from pigeons. And the doctors were freaking out about my time frame. Of course, all caps. When we landed, my mom insisted on first showering, unpacking and blowing out her hair. Mom. Before taking me to the specialist. Mom kind of sucks. Yeah, mom is doing her thing. Mom. DHT. DHT. She's got a DHT Lots mom. Lots of therapy behind this. Dang. Um, gotta look cute. <laughs> so when I finally uh, saw the now exasperated doctor, we had to give me... He, uh, he had to give me shots in my arm and the bite site. So again, under my nail. Oh. I had to get shots in my butt every day for a month. Oh. And the doctors told me that I definitely had rabies based on my reaction to the meds. So please don't <gasps> sass me about how small rodents rarely have rabies. It can happen. Oh my God. Well, thanks for making me feel relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Your podcast is getting me through life and law school. Stay sexy. Don't let pet the weird chipmunk just because you think it could benefit from some attention. Oh, my love. Kaylee, I know my parents threw in all the letters. 
Oh my God, that was hilarious. I love that. I, I, I'm glad that we get you through your life that you can live despite your mother's best efforts <laughs> to fucking kill you from rabies, Kaylee. Your mother was from, I bet you, my mother's same generation where uh-huh. it was all, everything, no matter what was happening, she'd be like, put a little lipstick on. Yeah, or That's, calm down. It's all they cared about. Yeah, you're going to like, a doctor's office. Please pull a brush through your hair, Karen. You're going to the dentist. You're going to a doctor's office. You're taking a plane flight. <laughs> yeah. That's you're going on Southwest in sweatpants? Yes. Yes. Yes, and I don't give a fuck. And now I wear sweatpants all day, every day. Are they jeggings? Happy <laughs> these jeggings. I'm wearing a fucking moo-moo. What am I talking about <laughs> right now? Like a literal moo-moo. Uh, if you have any jeggings or moo-moo stories, we want to hear them. Please send them if to have, I want any your your fucking <clears throat> mom just almost killing you stories. Here's the thing. I this is a rich area. Yeah. Because especially if you had a parent who was, if you had a mom who was a nurse, like oh. my mother shook off, my sister broke her wrist and my mom's like, it's fine. <laughs> Just take your Coke can and put it up against it. Girls, please don't make a big deal. I'm fine. It's my day off. And it turned out she had a broken, was it a no wrist No apologies though. No like, oh, I screwed up. No, no, no. Cause she was always like, you know, she knew. Yeah. She knew everything because she was a nurse. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sure there's lots of other types of moms that did the exact same yes. thing. I want how your mom uh, traumatized you. Yes. As a kid. Like anything from you sat out in the car while she drank in a bar <laughs> to uh, simply refused medical treatment. Yeah. Yeah. I All mean, of it. definitely want those. Bring it here. The thing, like, I got a perm. She made me do fucking, <laughs> you know, beauty things. She made me wear matching clothes with her. Oh. Ooh. Tell us. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, oh, this has been fun. If you have any ideas for uh, areas you want to tell us about, please send them to myfavoritemurder at gmail.com. That's right. Thank you for listening, you guys. And stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Oh, goodbye. goodbye. Elvis. Elvis, you want a cookie? Good boy.